This episode is brought to you by Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Hey, Vinny. Yeah, Cardiff? Do you want to go subreddit surfing? I want to want to go subreddit surfing. Grab your phone, let's go subreddit surfing. Because I want to go subreddit surfing with you. We talk to folks from different subreddits because sometimes we just don't get it. We explore all kinds of subreddits. Subscribe now or you will regret it. Do you want to go subreddit surfing? I want to want to go subreddit surfing. Grab your phone, let's go subreddit surfing. Because I want to go subreddit surfing with you. Vinny and Cardiff go subreddit surfing. Mondays at 8, we are subreddit surfing. 10 is too late for subreddit surfing. So be here now for subreddit surfing today. Surf's up internet. Aloha, big kahunas. Aloha. Welcome to another episode of subreddit surfing. I'm your host. My name is Vinny. And joining me tonight is my best spud. Look at that smile. It's Cardiff Electric, baby. Again, Vinny, it's 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 hearing you say that I'm your best bud, even though it's the maybe the 50th time you've said it, it still feels like the first. Makes my heart a flutter. Weird. Welcome to the show, everybody who's tuning in live. We great it's great to have you here. Uh, as you saw, tonight's show is brought to you by our live show, which will be happening March 9th in Rochester. I got some great news I want to throw out of the gate. I don't know if there's a lot of creep off fans that watch the show. I know they're two very, very different things, but we have a wheel of consequences on that show. And my co-host Carl from who are these podcasts had to spin the wheel today. And on the wheel of consequences was a very devious consequence that we concocted a long time ago. Cardiff decades feels like no, maybe a year and a half ago before we actually understood the magnificent, the magnificence that is Cardiff Electric. Yes. Now, what he landed on Cardiff mm -hmm. is going to be so good for our live show. How so, Vinny? Well, he has to do stand-up for the very first time in his life. Wow. And not only does he have to do stand-up, yes. he has to do an act that you write for him. Yes. See, that you, you wrote that consequence probably when you thought that I had no comedic abilities and you would be embarrassing, Carl. But what you're, in fact, going to do with this consequence, I, I have a feeling Netflix will be a call-in Mr. Hamburger on March the 10th, the day after Subreddit Surfing Live. Doing a show about medical oddities? No, a stand-up special, Vinny. Stand oh, special. <laughs> wow. Whew, right over my head there. But either way, take a thread sold out, CarlsonComedy.com yes. for that. Now, my friend. Yes. We have a good show ready for you tonight. We have yes. guests lined up. You yeah. heard it. Guests. It's true. And it's true. Uh, I want to bring on our producer, our best pal, our newest member of the show, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jimmy the Lip. What's up, Hello, Jimmy? Jimmy? Not too much. How are you boys doing? doing very very well you've been working very hard this week and you have impressed both of us greatly good job on your first week Thank we you. are uh doing a page you picked we're doing cryptids yes now how did you decide on this one because this was one that you pitched jimmy well i saw that you guys did bigfoot 
and knowing bigfoot is in that list of cryptids i was like well there's plenty of other ones to kind of go over so let's scope them out see what they got over on the subreddit now i have to be honest i'm a little concerned about this page because it's a lot of people who don't seem to be believers in cryptids it's a lot of people just making silly jokes and popping up memes but i feel like for every serious post there's 10 goofy fucking posts yes most definitely i've i've found myself uh surfing some other subreddits that are kind of related to cryptids mm-hmm. like uh the dogman one um uh cryptzoology i think that's how you say it yep. uh, i even went to humanoid encounters and i can't remember the other one from for the life of me but as soon as i posted hey we're looking for some guests i get a diaper sniffing mod pop in my comments and say rule number two says this is for encounters only so i was like all right guess i can't pose all it there. right <laughs> guess we can't encounter anyone on our show then can we I, no. uh, sorry i do have to go back to that for a second i had probably my fastest block ever from a reddit mod this week i can't remember the subreddit it was but i i barely hit post and immediately I got a notification. Maybe it's an auto block just for, but yeah. So they are. No one's allowed here. Um, by the way, backtrack. Did you say humanoid encounters? What is that? Like really nerdy porn? <laughs> I don't know. I know I, when I was reading the description of it, <clears throat> it's uh, it listed a whole bunch of cryptids and whatnot. So I was like, all right, well, I think I should be all right to post this here. All right. Well, I'm looking at their page right now, guys. I'm going to pop it up here. And uh, I, I really have to say I'm not impressed <laughs> with their uh, information. That says cryptids going private because of API change. They never bother changing that back. There's 98,000 members here. There's 36 people online. And it is in the top 2% of Reddit. So... This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like the first thing I say is, hey, guys, I found the Mothman at my doorbell <laughs> camera. Ha 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 ha. Good so day. I saw this, too. I kind of have some, it some... can suck, can it? It, it can. And, and that's probably if you go to top posts of the month, that's probably up there, too. It's a cool picture. Get it. But yeah, I went. I ended up going down kind of a bit of a uh oh too, and I'm like, I think we gotta. I did like you, Jimmy. I said I gotta maybe find some sister mods, some sister subs, uh, to get into. So cryptozoology uh, is where I ended up for some for some stuff. But I guess so. Cryptozoology is the study of uh, cryptozoology, the, the study of animals that science doesn't recognize. Right. But cryptids could be some of these things. But I think cryptids also encompasses. I Other, believe cryptids are what cryptozoologists study. It's yes. the way you would, you would look at it. But the cryptids are the animals. The cryptozoology is the study of said animals unrecognized by science. For example, chupacabras, mm-hmm. like that Eugene, the Jersey Devil, the Jersey. Awesome. Well, the Jersey Devil is more like folklore, I guess. But is it, maybe. But is that what yeah, cryptids that, is? More folklore? No, I think cryptids are more along the lines of scientific, actual, they believe animals, like a Bigfoot, like uh, the skunk ape. We talked about skunk apes on that episode. Um, 
anything that is not recognized in a normal dictionary or in book of encyclopedias, I guess. Oh, here's a good example. Gorillas. Gorillas were cryptids until the early 1900s, until they were discovered up in the mountains in Africa. They were just legends. And they're like, oh, shit, there they are. And, you know, is that real? What? Are you are you being is that a joke? I can't even tell if you're joking right now. <laughs> gorillas were cryptids. Yeah, gorillas. So were were egg, well, I guess that a, until, until they were discovered. I mean, so they were in a remote cr- region. Yeah, so everything was a cryptid everything. at one point. Until relatively speaking, yes, oh, okay. I guess. Okay, if we're gonna get very very deep, I don't know how deep we're gonna go, but that's pretty much the the long and short of it. And it's a very interesting thing to me. When I was a dorky kid, I used to check out books in the library about this stuff all the time. I thought it was very interesting. And I'll put it to you this way. I read a lot of bad books. I can only imagine what. Poorly written. uh, Terrible conclusions. (laughs) uh, Firm conclusions made from the scantest of evidence. But, you know, zoology, uh, a lot of these people, from what I could tell, Cardiff, play a little fast and loose. But, you know, in the time of and I know books are still published, but in the in the times you're talking about as a kid going to the library, books, books was still a a credible industry, a growing industry. Books were the thing, I'm assuming. Well, no, you had Internet, I guess, growing up. Well, I did like my senior. Do you want to date how much older you are? No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) let's let's keep moving on when Uh, i you know i remember my first color tv well i'll tell you kids how old i am my first four cell phones had black and white screens that's how old i am okay but yeah i had the internet like around my senior year of high school so mainly uh research papers in high school and shit like that you had to go to the library you had to cite the books you had to do all that old school shit so, and, so being uh, that, we all had such, I guess, esteem for books. If it was in a book, it had to be like we don't, we don't, we didn't give, we didn't give books the same skepticism we give some idiot on YouTube like we do now. Yeah, I'm gonna. Go ahead. To be, oh, sorry. No, please. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no. We there, there, there was an entire corporation that decided that this person's information was good, and let's print it in a book and sell it. Where now it was still bullshit the even then. I'm the opposite of mine now because I believe that anything that's actually published now is not worth the paper it's printed on. Like, honestly, anybody doing real research is publishing it online. Nobody's writing these books. Who's uh, writing books? Bill O'Reilly? Who's writing books now still? Sorry. I'm getting a little distracted right now. Why Apparently our chat's been shut off on YouTube. Our chat has been shut off. Yeah, I was. I wanted to bring it up, but I didn't want to interrupt you guys. I, some people think it's in kids mode, maybe. Yeah, kids mode is what I'm seeing too. Huh. Thank God wow. for Discord, huh? Yes, and Twitter. Thank you, Mrs. Kinky Loco. And by that, I don't mean Kinky Loco's wife. I mean Kinky Loco is a woman. I don't know how the hell that happened, but it. it checked that this was a kids for kids oh really i said the f word oh no daddy yeah. youtube's gonna be so mad at us well they're already what are they gonna do now spank us again well actually no i shouldn't wow. tempt them there is there are things they can do never mind 
All right. Can we switch? Wow, I'm sorry, everybody. Is it's it, okay. Can we turn it back on or is it just off for the episode? Nope. Oh, chat's there now. It's, oh, it's okay. on now. Sorry, guys. My bad. I guess I'll take the blame. I'll be the Josh Allen of this episode. It was all my fault. Okay. Oh, Cryptic. Books. Cardiff. Yes, that's where we were. And here's the other thing. Back in the day, you know, a lot of the books that you would see on cryptids, I feel like were from the 70s. I didn't see like a lot of like when I was walking around the library looking for this stuff, I felt like most of the books were from the 70s and 80s. So they weren't really updated. They mm-hmm. didn't give you the most uh, up-to-date information. They showed you the same, you know, photo. you looked at the photographs in them and they've already been debunked a hundred times by the time you find that out. So Back when I was a kid, there was a lot more room for imagination, is my point. And my imagination wandered with cryptid. So I'm excited to do this episode tonight. I'm excited to talk to our first guest. I hope that when they get here, uh, they are going to tell us about their experience with a particular cryptid that doesn't get as much press as it should. Because, well, we'll get there in a second when they arrive. Have, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen anything kind of unexplained like that? Like you kind of Helmet. talked about more ghosts on the on other episodes but nothing in the woods no it's a strange you know, sound the last time i was like in the woods we had rented a cabin and i was sitting outside at night looking at the stars and i heard like something crash in the woods and i immediately turned around and walked inside it's just done i didn't want to see anything i don't care what it was mm. so i think our first guest wanted to talk about their experience was it with a dog man yes and I know he's short on time, so maybe if we go through a couple dogman posts here, just so we can kind of see what. Yeah, what let's get primed and ready for him. Let's uh, let's see some dogman stuff, Cardiff. Yes. Okay. Uh. Yeah, here's a here's a quick little video that someone posted again, not not confirming as a dogman, just they're seeing something strange out their window, living in the woods. The fuck is that? The. F- you see it. <laughs> Yeah, I see. Uh, I see two eyes. Not these ones. Yeah, <laughs> not I the TikTok red eyes. I see <laughs> a demonic emoji floating on this man's patio. <laughs> but you can almost see the shape of a head too, in the video. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, you are correct. You cannot super chat because YouTube has saw fit to demonetize us. If you'd like to support the show, and uh, you want to be cool, all you have to do is visit subredditsurfing.com, Join and you can. Uh, join our patreon which we'd really appreciate yes yes uh, uh, thank you though for wanting to super chat the, the the want to super chat sometimes is worth more than no never the super chat's worth more sorry let me yeah and uh <laughs> cardiff i'm yeah. very close to announcing our next patreon tier by the way yes i'm just waiting on one more piece but i will tell you this penis pumps for everyone Folks, there is a chance very soon there will be members of the subreddit surfing secret surf society. Oh, so exciting! It's so exciting. Now I'm looking at this thing. Yeah. I see two eyes. That could be an owl in a tree. Yeah. No, you can almost see the shape of a head. It almost looks like ears, kind of. Po- I, it's it's hard to see. And again, we're that could be but... any animal, man. That could be anything. Yeah, it's not it's like a dog, a man. Video. It's not a, though, maybe it is. You it could be that, an owl, though. It could be an owl with those ears. Yeah, it could even, now that I'm looking at it, it could even be a deer looking down. But no, it's, looks like it's, it's up, below. It's pretty high in the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so let's go back. Let's finish the video here. Fuck is that in the woods? Now he zoomed in a bit again. Okay, not... when it just moved, I saw the head a little bit more clearly. It definitely has a dog shape. Oof. Hello. Yeah. Okay. That's either a dog man or Batman. And again, the red eyes. I know that's a lighting thing. You know, that's not, it doesn't necessarily mean it has red eyes, right. but it looks creepy as shit. I wouldn't be happy looking no. out my window and seeing that at all. Keep it going. I want to see what happens. Hello? Hello? Now. Well, what it's supposed to say to you? <laughs> but it does appear that this gentleman's door is opened with that thing out there. What the fuck is that in the woods? Hello? Anyway, yeah, that's what they're. Uh, Hello? That's what All they're, right. uh, they're talking that's about. Really, that, that's really something else. Uh, I believe our first guest has joined yes. us in the chat tonight. And I'm going to welcome him. Uh, Brandon, welcome to the show. He's a Colts fan, everybody. Yeah, Hello, Brandon. How are you guys How are doing? You? We're doing well. My name's Vinny. This is Cardiff. And uh, you've talked to Jimmy the Lip. Uh, welcome to the show. I uh, I understand you're a, uh, a YouTuber as well. You have a show? Yeah, it's not just on YouTube. I'm on all streaming platforms. But yeah, I've got Great. a show called Tinfoil Tales. Excellent. Tinfoil Tales. You're going live tonight, I believe. Yep, I have an interview at 9 o'clock my time, so I think it's 9 your guys' time, too, so the next 45 minutes. Okay. So, What's... Well, we'll make sure to uh, get you out here so you can uh, handle that, but uh, Jimmy has explained to us that you've had an experience with a dogman. Well, I won't say yes or no to it being a dogman because I'm kind of a skeptic, but I did experience okay. something that doesn't necessarily make any sense. I can jump into that real quick if you guys would like to hear it. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Let's let's hear about that. This is back in 2007. I used to work at a paper warehouse on third shift, and for whatever reason, our boss decided to let us leave a little early. So me and a coworker, and obviously the other guys, were left. But he went down the same road that I did, and as we were driving, I noticed that he swerved off the road, and I was like, "What the." I don't know if you guys cuss on here or not, so I won't do it. Yeah, no, go ahead. No. <laughs> All right. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And uh, I get up closer because he pulls back on the road. He keeps going. I see this big black shape walking in the road. And it looks like a person in a black blanket or a cloak because I couldn't see a head. I didn't see arms. I just saw a big black torso and legs. And it was like leaning forward. And like, I can't really do it, but like it was flapping you ever seen those like flappy crazy arm waving guys at the yeah, like car, the car lots yeah. yep yeah. that's the way it was moving it looked very unnatural can i and did you see arms on it no at all? there was no arms no head it was just two big legs and a body and as i swerved to miss it too i kind of stopped and it walks past my driver's window and it's leaning forward like again no head but it's taller than my vehicle. I'm driving an Explorer, so that's like six, almost six feet to the top, like five and a half, six feet. This thing's about a foot taller than that. And it's on so, the side of the road, so it could even be lower. This Well, this was in the middle of the road. Oh, sorry, it's in the middle. Okay. 
Yeah, I was walking in the middle of the road. I thought it was like a drunk person at first, like strolling in the road at like four in the morning or some shit. But a very tall drunk. Yeah, but it wasn't as me. It got, as it got behind me, <laughs> I could see between the legs, like I could see the ground, but the, the, the blackness of its legs were really thick, and it was just I don't know how to describe. Like they're like massively thick, and I just took off because like okay, what well, I don't know what that is. So I drove up, and then. Sorry, and did it, it look like it was wearing something? I didn't did see look- fur. I didn't see clothing. It was just solid black. I couldn't make out. Right. Most so it was dark. Or, yeah. It was dark out. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was oh. nighttime. It was night at time. Like it, it was like four in the morning, four forty-five in the morning, something like that. So it's pitch black outside. But sure. the Can thing you itself, is the area, is it like wooded? Or is there a lot of trees? There, there is. Yeah, there's woods to the south of the direction we were going. It's a deer preserve, actually. That's what I'll get back to that here in a second. But okay. That whole area is basically like a deer preserve where they have hunting and stuff. It still exists today. It's called X Factor Bucks, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Anyways, um, as we were going, like I went up that way and I seen him pulled into a gravel road, like a gravel driveway parking lot. So I pulled up next to him and he rolls down his window and I rolled down my window. He's like, did you see it? I was like, yeah, what was it? He's like, dude, it didn't have a fucking head. I was like, I, I don't know either. I didn't see it either. Like, anything i was like we have to go back and look he's like are you fucking crazy i was like yeah i mean <laughs> like there's something strange walking on the road i'm gonna go back and see what it was like that's just my mentality and it's a very odd time to be playing like a, a prank on yeah. someone in the middle of the road in a dark area at night yeah. wearing all black yeah. yeah so we went back and i'm in front of him and as i'm driving i see this black thing laying in the road and it's basically looks like a big black dog but it's laying like this like vertically across the road i guess it's there's a horizontal i don't know i'm not intelligent looked, i guess it looked about the same size as what you saw walking well it looked really big but it looked like a big dog and it looked like it was just dead so my first thought was okay that's what was walking in the road because it's black and it's big so it had to be this thing and it's just laying there it looks like it's someone ran it over so the first thing I'm thinking of, well, shit, someone ran over a dog, and that's what we saw. So I get out to go, like, see what this thing is. And as I'm getting out, it, like, it sits up with its head, and it looks back at me. Ah. And, and then it growls. So I stopped. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go any closer. And then the damn thing tries to stand up, and it kind of, like, hobbles a little bit. And then it stands up directly on its two legs, and then stares at me for a second. I don't know any dog that can stand up like a person. Again, I'm very skeptical. I don't necessarily believe in any of this crap, but I don't know. So I'm looking at this thing dead on, and it's about my height. I'm six foot three. So we're almost eye level. It's got ears on top of its head, so it's not a bear because bears don't have the pointy dog right. ears. Right. So it stares at me for like maybe a second or two. Not very long, just enough that we made eye contact again. Like it stood there just to let me know that, hey, don't fuck with me. And then it kind of got back down and went off to the woods. Well, the thing about these uh, woods is there's an eight legs foot. Four legs. It got down like on all fours, but I never actually seen it using its front two legs. Like it looked like its legs were just kind of held up. That's why I thought it was a hurt dog because of the way it was holding its legs. Like I never seen it actually like running hmm. with two legs hmm. on the front. So it, it goes off. Or, yeah, kind of like hunched over, which was. Ooh. 
kind of how that thing was walking too. Can, but the can thing, you go back to the growl? Sorry, how did it, what did it sound like a like a giant dog? Like the was it more was there more it was reverb very, to it like, than a like sorry? It was eerie. No, it was very. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like it was a, a low grumble. Like it was almost like you could feel it. Like it was. I don't know how to describe it. Well, very like, pacey. Pace, yeah. Like you could like like it reverberated. I guess it was just mm-hmm. like a type noise. So I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> so like, uh, I, st- I you stood it. Headlights on it at that point. Like, yeah, you- when it turned around, its eyes were actually glowing yellow because our headlights were shining on it. So it had like eyes shine, and everyone's like, "Oh, Dogman's eyes glow." I was like, "Well, my headlights were hitting it." So I've always wrote that off as eyes shine because mm-hmm. it's an animal, so its eyes are going to glow. Right. But it went off to where this fence is in this deer preserve, and the fence is about eight foot to ten feet tall because they have to keep deer in. And it goes all the way around this whole block, and this block is maybe like two miles by two miles, so it's a huge area. And I don't know where it went. I don't know if it went through the fence, under the fence, over the fence. I just seen it went off into the, to the fence area, over to where the trees are, and it was gone. By this point, my coworker gets out, and he starts to walk up. So I walk back to him, and he's like what the fuck is this? I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, this crazy shit. And as we're talking, I look down on the road and this is the weirdest part to me to be a hundred percent honest. As we're talking in the middle of the road by my foot and his feet are, there's just a little mouse, like a normal field mouse. And it's also standing on its hind legs, but it's doing this. It's like cleaning itself. Mm-hmm. It's all wet. It's like rubbing its face. I'm like, what the fuck? So I kind of nudged it with my foot. And it just keeps cleaning itself. Like it doesn't care that a human just shoved it with a foot. Like it's completely like dazed, unaware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I was like, all right, this is batshit crazy. Let's get out of here. So he went home. I went home. And at this point, I never heard of what a dog man was. So I kind of like drew it up. I was thinking werewolf because who wouldn't? I mean, that's the typical sure. thing. So it I drew this up. Yeah. And I posted up on this forum because this was like in 2007. So we didn't really have like the social media groups or anything like we do today. So I went to like a forum and I posted it up and they said, uh, oh, it looks like a Michigan dog man. I was like, what the hell's a Michigan dog man? So I started looking into that and I was like, I mean, it, it does fit the description. I was like, but I don't buy into this crap. I didn't think this was possible. But I went back to work a couple of nights later and I tried to show my buddy. Well, I say, buddy, my coworker, the, what I drew and like stuff I'd found about it. And he, the other people started laughing at us and he gets so mad at me that he won't talk about it. Tells me I need to knock it off because he's just going to start denying it. Cause he doesn't want people thinking we're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't talk about it for like 15 years, but that's how I, um, so what made you decide to start talking about it? To be honest, like. I wanted to do my podcast because in the back of my mind, I was like, well, shit, people couldn't talk about things like I couldn't talk about. So I wanted to give them a platform to do it. Like I want to do a conspiracy podcast. That's why it's actually called tinfoil tells. Cause I'm more of a conspiracy type person, but the person I wanted to do that with kind of didn't pan out. So I'd already started and had the name for a couple of years. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and do this podcast. And I just started interviewing people. And one of the first people I interviewed was actually someone who said they encountered a dog man. But I didn't even... uh, Aren't you in luck? (laughs) I didn't even like plan to do the podcast the way I do it now, but I pretty much just... 
I interview anyone that uh, has experiences or stories to share or anything like that. I say stories, and I know it rubs people the wrong way because they think a story's made up. And I don't necessarily mean it that way. Like, to me, I believe everyone that comes on my show at least believes what they're telling me. It doesn't necessarily mean that I 100% believe everything that they're saying is 100% truthful, as in the fact that I think they believe it, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily what really is going on, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, there could be well, other explanations, because I still struggle to believe what happened to me. Like, it doesn't make well, any sense to me. Well, that's what I want to kind of get back to. It's 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 interesting that you call yourself a, a skeptic about these things, but also, you know, an eyewitness, which I feel like is a pretty honest approach. You don't know what you saw, so calling it X feels wrong. I get yeah. that. So my question is, you know, when you start reading all of these other people's, you know, versions of this and start looking online and going to Reddit, pages like our cryptids and you start seeing other people's experiences with that does it validate you because it's actually similar to what you saw or do you feel like what other people are seeing is different than what you saw mine doesn't look like the stereotypical dogman lore basically like i'm seeing the photos you popped up there yeah this thing didn't have the hands it doesn't have the typical like five finger werewolf clawed hands or whatever it literally had normal dog looking features everything about it looked normal it was just a really big black dog it had almost like a german shepherd face but its fur was like a really thick and puffy you know like a chow dog's looks how they're all kind of puffy looking that's how its fur looked so to me i always just wrote it off as a dog and everyone's like oh it was a bear well I live in Indiana. We don't have bears. And I know the difference between what a bear and a dog looks like. But I will say this, as far as bears go, we might not have bears here, but we also don't have dogs that walk on their back legs. So, I mean. Well, that's the other thing, man. Like, what dog is taller than an explorer standing on his back legs besides, like, a mastiff or a Great Dane, maybe? Well, whatever I saw the first time was a lot bigger than what the dog was. And that's where I get hung up on. Cause I could write this off as it was a dog messing with this mouse. That's why the mouse was traumatized and wet. Someone hit the dog. The dog was hobbling around, couldn't use his front legs. Cause they were broken. And that's how I've wrote it off for so many years. And that's what I accepted because again, I don't believe necessarily the dog man or any of this supernatural crap exist. And that's the rational way of writing it off is to say that this was just a normal animal. Just so it happened to be a very big dog and it was hurt. But the problem that I keep coming back to is what was in the road when we first drove up on it? Because whatever that was, had to have been almost seven feet tall. The dog was not that tall. And I seen how massively thick the legs were on that thing. The dog's legs were not very thick. They were just like smaller. Right. That thing had big trunks for legs. So you're convinced it was two different things that you saw that night. Like if I want to say the thing laying in the road could yes. not have been the same thing. The thing in the road, the dog in the road was nowhere near as big as what was walking originally. But what was walking in the road originally, I didn't see a head. I didn't see arms. Now, a lot of people say it was a shapeshifter. I caught it mid-transformation. I was like, okay. I mean, I don't know. But they also think the mouse was the same thing. They think all three things were the same. I was like, it started off big. It got smaller dog and made it all the way forward to like a normal looking mouse. I mean, I guess that's plausible with any sort of, if it, you buy into this type of stuff. Like I mean, if we're, if we're just going 
with every possible thing that could happen, sure. Uh, that would fall under uh, Skinwalkers, I believe, right? Yeah. That would be... Yeah, kind of. It's more or less shapeshifter. Skinwalker, and not to come off know-it-all. Uh, that's more Please, than... I know nothing. <laughs> I don't either. I'm just a guy with a microphone. I keep telling people that, and they ask me stuff. I'm like, I don't know anything. I'm just a fucking guy with a microphone. <laughs> Brandon, we got to be friends. <laughs> so... <laughs> But would you, I guess, so it's a hundred percent your, would you say your, your interest in cryptids, most notably dog, dog men as well started that night. Like you weren't so curious about it before. It wasn't something that you were looking into before <sighs> your experience or was it? I never looked into anything cause I didn't believe I obviously I knew about Bigfoot who didn't know about Bigfoot mm -hmm. and I used to watch the X-Files and if anyone can tell, like I'm a Godzilla nerd. So I grew up on monsters and but those are nothing like this like i mean but the, yeah you weren't you weren't kind of uh in that in this in in this culture before no, you had your experience no. okay no when you and, first saw this thing was your first was your first instinct like fear no that's what's strange to me because everyone says when they see a dog man they're terrified they piss themselves everyone was like i wasn't afraid of it like and i'll be i'm not trying to sound ballsy or anything like that like i literally just thought it was a dog was there any like, smell, like a distinct odor? No. The air outside, it was cold. It was in February, and I live in Indiana, so it was like really crispy, cold air. So you could, obviously, you'd be able to smell something if there was had a smell because there's nothing out there. And I didn't smell anything. Huh. I, some Someone just recently claims I was. A, we were both abducted by aliens, and that was the implemented images they put in our head to cover up what really went on. I was like... Like, yeah, but I guess you could use that as an explanation works, for works anything. Well, works yeah. just as well as shapeshifter. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, at the end know. of the day, I have no idea what it was, and I probably never will. And that's what led me, like I said, to do my podcast. Just because for 15 years I didn't talk about it, and before I even started doing the podcast, I had actually told someone that I work with now. Like, I was out on a survey crew, and I don't really work with a guy that often. But I was out there with him and he used to live up in Alaska and I asked him about Bigfoot and he kind of like chuckled didn't really say much and then I felt compelled to tell him what I'd saw and he just sat there in silence I was like well he thinks I'm a fucking lunatic now <laughs> so well and and no other oh, sorry Vin. please no go ahead I was just gonna say like has that ever happened to you before I mean have you found more people uh believe what you're saying or more people look at you like you're crazy uh, I haven't honestly been open about it up until like the last two months. So, and I feel like what I've said on Reddit and from the interview that I did on another podcast, most people seem to believe it just because there's a lot of detail too that makes zero sense. And again, I don't, I don't tell anyone to believe me, not because I'm dishonest, but me as myself, if someone told me the story, I'd be skeptical about it myself because it just seems ridiculous so but, humanoid body on two legs without any arms and no head they call so those fresno oh, crawlers but a fresno crawler's white this thing was all black oh thing a, a wendigo Fuck I did, is I, wendigo. Wendigo. a wendigo a lot of people, I, hear, I say wendigo wendigo a wendigo is basically something that um it's another native american thing we uh kind of bastardized 
the actual image of what it is. Most people think of a Wendigo and they see like this big deer head and like rotting body and stuff. The actual lore from those from the old tribes were basically, they were a tall, long, black-haired humanoid figure. They didn't have lips because they were so hungry they ate their lips off and they were just super skinny because they were always starving and hungry. And then the white settlers came over and it wasn't creepy enough, I guess, for them. So they started putting deer heads on them and other things. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like that. More of what they supposedly look like. Okay, so can you so That's the bastardized version. <laughs> can, can you fill me in on what a Fresno crawler is? There's actually yeah, videos of these things. They look, they look goofy to me. They almost look like marionette puppets. The videos I've seen of them. Cardiff, what is I it? A, see, huh? a, Fresno, a crawler? Fresno crawler. Fresno I need crawler. to know what that is just for my own edification, so I can sleep tonight. That's about the creepiest nickname mm -hmm. of something I've ever Don't we heard. Have of. a producer do stuff like this, Vinny. That's true. I feel like that. That's the name of an STD. A Fresno crawler. Got to be careful out there. So, are you open to the possibility that aliens abducted you? Is that something that you think could be? No. No? Just okay. because there wasn't any missing time. Like, you would think if you're abducted by aliens, you'd have a little bit of missing time. This was still in the same time frame of within five minutes. I mean, unless they're quick at probing, I guess. I don't, I don't know how sophisticated they are these days to harvest farts or whatever it is they do. But Do you think that there were any tracks? Were there any tracks? Did you look for tracks? Did you? No. It, like I said, it was dark outside. And by this point, I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. And in, like, the, in the area, sorry, there's no other weird stories, people saying, you know, kind of bringing up like this stuff. You have, no. this, you've never heard anyone else kind of mention something like this in that area? No, not until very recently. I heard another instance. This is actually why I went on that other podcast. He interviewed someone last year from the same town as me, and it's actually down by my buddy's house along the river. And he had the same encounter back in 1990. He said this thing come running into their camp and ran them all out of there. And he says a dog, dog man, a big giant dog on two legs, wolf, werewolf looking thing came chasing out of him. That was back in 1990. Mine was in 2007. So 17 years difference. I wish I could figure out who this guy was because I'd love to talk to him. But yeah. I have no idea who he was. I asked the guy that did the podcast, like, who was that guy? He's like, oh, I don't keep record of my guests. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I try and keep the tabs on who I interview, but. Yeah. As we'll be well, keeping tabs on you. Yeah, I'm definitely you, you. You got a subscriber here. I'm gonna check out your channel. Uh, yeah. Could you give everybody uh, tell everybody where they could find you, Brandon, and where they could find Tinfoil Tales? Well, Tinfoil Tales is on YouTube if you watch YouTube videos, but it's also on Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Now, I will say there is a Australian Tinfoil Tales, which I don't know much about, but they're more of a political Australian podcast of the same name so i've gotten a lot of people message me about australian politics it's like sounds like the most boring podcast ever <laughs> i said australian I, politics i was like i have no idea what's going on in australia i was like i live in america i think you have the wrong podcast and that's how i found out there's another podcast with the same name Wild. but mine has like weird monsters and, and werewolves, werewolves. And other things on there so it's easier to find theirs just looks like 
a logo that says tinfoil tails with like drippy text. Mine's a little bit more sophisticated looking, I guess. But I release a new episode every Tuesday. And like I said, I I just interview anyone that gets a hold of me and says they have a story they want to share. I have people from alien abductions to dogman to Bigfoot to conspiracies. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up tinfoil tails and I... The first one I got right up, ready to present, and it's like, wait, is that an Australian flag? <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, they pop up. I, they have more followers and everything else than I do. And I'm, I had my name, I think, before they did, but they oh. came out before I did, so they took top quality. But I was like, for social media, all mine's just tinfoil tail, so I beat them to that. I'm not fine. I, I'm having, oh, there you are. I think I found you now. But yeah, if you could send links to Jimmy, we can put it in the show in the show notes yep. as well. I, yeah, I, I got it, it all. Before yeah, I hop off here, and and this is the selling point to some people that it will rub them the wrong way, but I wrote a book just very recently based off of my own personal experience with this dogman thing, and it's called Shadows of Cedarville. And it's influenced, like the first chapter is basically my encounter that I just told you guys, but mm -hmm. the story centers around a podcaster named Brian who just so happens to be married to and has the same type of kids and does the same thing that I do. Like I said, I use my own life story as a influence, but then after like chapter three, it goes all fictionalized or whatever. But I used a lot of the interviews from other people and Dogman lore to actually build the world of this story. So it's like 150 pages roughly, but it's a fictionalized version of a Dogman story. Wow. Uh, Shadows of Cedarville. Uh, where is that available? It is available on Amazon, and apparently now it's also in Barnes & Noble and some other websites. It's supposed to be released in all major retailers on uh, their websites if you want to order it online. I don't expect it to be in bookstores because I'm not popular enough, I guess, for that shit. But it's only been out for like two weeks, and it's already sold over 150 copies. So Great. just from word of mouth. Well, uh, Brandon, I thank you for your time tonight. Uh, folks, check out Tinfoil Tales and uh, his book, Shadows of Cedarville. And uh, Godspeed with your show tonight. And hopefully we'll uh, talk to you again, my man. Thanks for stopping yep. by tonight. Not a Thanks, problem. Man. Anytime you want me to come back, just let me know. If you Will guys do. got any got any weird stories you'd like to share, you can always come on my show as well. Well, listen, man, if you could get anything out of Cardiff, I think that would be fantastic <laughs> for all of us. If you could just get down to the root of what made him into what you see tonight was it the aliens root. oh by the way i'm a potato just in case you didn't know <laughs> <laughs> all right now guys. you have another story to yeah. tell the night you I was potato, man. potato all right my man later brandon, thanks, brandon. Take care. Yeah. Have a great thanks man oh i got him early there uh let's pull down jimmy's comment there there we go now folks let's get that out of there i'm gonna bring in our next guest he uh, is someone who hangs out on our Discord. We're glad to welcome him to the show. Thank you for joining us tonight, Hound. How are you? Hey, hello, gentlemen. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, man, you're the first person who's ever pulled that out of the show. You, you get a bell. You get a bell. <laughs> well, thanks so, uh, for it. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I'm listening. Well, thanks for inviting me in. Uh, I've actually seen the Mothman myself in person uh it's funny you're talking about it and i realized i've actually been to the mothman festival and seen the statue in person and 
shop the uh, shops and that actually been up there. Okay. Okay. So, we, so well, let's rewind a second. Me, yeah, you gave us a lot there, pal. You gave us a lot there, Howd. We got to unpack this. What's, All right. What's a Mothman? A Mothman is weird. It's a. It's like a. It's kind of like a, a Sasquatch on the East Coast, but. All the stories of the Mothman always involve like, like either aliens or almost angelic sightings. It seems to it seems to walk a line between either a, a physical cryptid or something that's got uh, religious or full on UFO significance. The uh, the first Mothman, the the story that made him so popular um, was the uh, the the Mothman prophecies, and that's what made him big and. It's the, uh, a Bridget weird, Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah, out in Virginia. It's a weird tale. It involves like a bridge that collapses, and all these people had almost religious experiences with this creature. Yeah, and then after this creature had been seen a lot and um, kind uh, of everybody, the bridge in town collapsed on, I believe it was like Christmas Eve. This is a true story, and a lot of people died. Uh, the bridge in town, there were cars on top of it, and the thing just went right yeah, into the road. Something like forty people died, I believe, when it when it yeah. abruptly went down. So a lot of people think that the Mothman is a uh, bringer of bad news. What say you, Hound? Ooh, I I mean, it could be. It's it, the in, the uh, sightings do seem to imply that a lot of people associate seeing him with deaths in the family, disaster, and other bad things that have happened to him. So let's uh, unpack where you started off. The first thing you said was, I saw the Mothman. Well, I saw the statue of the Moth Moth Mothman down in Point Pleasant. It's this weird, I didn't see him. I saw the statue of him. Um, I, it's this crazy, bizarre, that's not even the picture. It's this weird steel it? statue. It was the last statue made by this welder who abruptly died right after he made it. The guy in town asked him to make this statue to like start this Mothman festival. He said that he'll be famous forever if he built it. And so this old retired welder spent a year in his uh, shed just making this surreal, bizarre steel statue. It is freakish and weird. It's in the middle of this small little town. There's this towering statue of this thing that's like poorly made, but but has this aura about it. And then after he made it, he abruptly died. And now it's this right there in the center of town and they have this yeah, giant just giant meeting that has happens up there it's this little town way up in the hills like you would never go there naturally but tens of thousands of people gather once a year to have this giant cryptid festival well i think this is a, a very interesting thing because i know that when it comes to the mothman it's gotten a lot of press because of the fact that here let me slap jimmy up there there it is uh, is that the statue? It is. It is. That's the statue. Oh, yeah. That is really uncomfortable to look at. Yeah. They, uh, they... A lot of. I'm sorry. It that's unsettling. Holy shit! Those that's made out of steel. Yeah, steel and like like plastic, like some sort of gem for the eyes. Okay. So and the sorry, this is the same path. town where this accident happened and the yeah, the sighting started. Okay. Yeah, it's very near it. It's a uh, Point Pleasant, I believe, West Virginia. I said Virginia earlier. I didn't know we were going down to talk about the Mothman. I'm kind of excited now. Um, You're a Mothman fan? I saw, I saw the movie. It wasn't that great. <laughs> but 
here's what this smacks of to me. And I don't want to uh, talk ill of the people of Point Pleasant, but they leaned into this Mothman thing pretty hard, Cardiff. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Like, like, we just showed pictures of the museum. Yeah. It's like wherever Area 51 is in Nevada, and it's, you know, they're all selling alien trinkets. Uh, It was really cool to go there because, as you said, they do lean into it. And so there's this weird little collective uh community that builds up once uh once a year and all these crazy people come together to sell and talk and just do weird cryptid stuff Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a fascinating little thing it's this little tiny town too so the whole town gets taken over by cryptid stuff no they're not they're not getting taken over they're doing the take in that town oh yeah they're doing the take you got how many t-shirts did you get I got a bunch of them, and I got some little Mothman stuff, and I got other random trinkets and gigaws from the various stalls that people had set up. They have a fair, even. They have a, a parade, uh, like a Mothman parade, and um, they had like a big Mothman effigy. They paraded down the street. Uh, it was pretty cool. So how, wow. much of it, how much of it is just people that, I mean, to celebrate this myth, like, do they, are they worshiping it are they just found a community of people that also believe this and they just are are having a ball like i don't get the i don't get the draw to this creature like what's the what's the excitement for people that's a good question i i as i i it's as i said it has a strong religious or even ufo connection so i think people get excited about it because they see it as a harbinger of of like a more supernatural element. I think the Mothman's always had a very powerful uh, element. I don't think there's a lot of people that believe there's just a Mothman running around somewhere. So not like a savior or something like uh, just a, just a proof that there's something else. Yeah. 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 It's got a lot of that to it. Now the stories with this Mothman, they're not exactly like happy. And I think that adds to the mystery. And I also think that adds to the intrigue, Cardiff. I think that this story is one of those ones where people feel a little uneasy if they do believe it, that this is a very uncomfortable thing. Like, it's it's downright scary and eerie, the whole story. So I think that's very attractive to a lot of people. And maybe not necessarily in a religious way, you know what I mean? But people love that stuff for the same reason they like a scary movie. And that's why they would go to the festival. That's why they would grab the T-shirt. Am I wrong, Hound? No, I think I think you're dead on. Okay. Now, Hound, what made you go there? What was the drawing point of going to this festival? What did they have going on there that you're like, I, I have to go to this? Well, I, I went there for the Mothman, but I had such a good time talking to all the other uh, people just doing various odd cryptid stuff that it, it really was a very fascinating experience and it was fascinating to see so many people of, with so many interests gathered together to, to talk about these strange uh, encounters and strange beliefs that they had that most of which were pretty arguably not true but but still it's interesting to see someone okay so tell me what like were you guys just all standing in the street was this in a was there a convention center like where where are these um, meetings happening so it's this little tiny town full of old-timey brick buildings way up in the hills of West Virginia. And they turned the entire 
center street of town into like a, a convention booths. Uh, all these little stalls, the vendors come down. They have the museum you saw, but all the shops convert themselves to cryptid shops. And so basically vendors rent out the different booths and set up stalls of their own. And they're happy to talk to people as they come up. Just So let me ask you a question about this. Well, you answered my first question. My first question was going to be, Hound, do you believe that Mothman was real? I... Uh, if if it was, it would have to be like a UFO or an angel. I don't think I don't think there's a Mothman running around. I'm with you know that uh, Sasquatch episode you did. I'm kind of with that guy. If there was a great ape running around North America, I think people would have seen it. However, I have had personal almost cryptid level experiences with critters that if I told I'm gonna I want to tell you about them in a second. But I've seen animals do weird shit that I would. Um, I would believe that if a ape was running around North America, people would have seen it. Now, what about the idea of them being interdimensional travelers? That's the thing. I can't hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> what does Jimmy ask Boy. questions though? Sorry. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't... <laughs> Sorry. Jimmy's not Get allowed to talk. Out of here. Speak when spoken to. I'm out. How dare you, usurper! Uh, just kidding, Jimmy. Come back. Uh, that is a good question. A lot of people do believe that this was like that Mothman could be interdimensional. The same thing with aliens we talked about with UFOs uh, on our UFO episode mm-hmm. when a guy said a portal opened up to another dimension and something yeah, flew was, out in the blueberry patch. You're just picking berries and whoosh. I interdimensional mean, yeah, the, travel. The problem you'd have, guys, is like if we look at Amer- humans right now, if we were able to interdimensionally travel, let's say you had humans upload like an ai system so they had effective immortality and you could slow travel to other planets how would you show up to the people there would you show up as like a mothman like probe you know like if you could send your conscience down to like a group of chimps out on some random planet how would you present yourself what a great question yeah like would you show up as a mothman like no (laughs) i would not i would show up as gene simmons and I have a lot of fun with it. With or without the makeup? With. Well, I mean, if you saw Gene Simmons running around in the woods and you were just some poor guy hunting beaver, you, you would think that's a Mothman. What I would want is whatever I present myself as, I want to know that whatever being I'm presenting myself to goes home and tells its mate what it saw, that it will immediately think that that being is crazy. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping for. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm not saying aliens do do that, but if they were visiting us, there's a 50% chance that's what they could be doing. If I was an alien, I would have a talk show out of Florida. That's take that me. one down, Vinny. Take that down. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Now, that's a great question. So there could be something intergalactic to it. We don't know, but maybe it makes more sense that it probably isn't, I guess. Angel is what we're what you're leaning into, you think? Some type of well, religious creature? You know, people, people see stuff like that, and uh, I, I say that only because there's. I don't think it's a physical animal running around, but if enough people see it, either it's a psychological thing, but if there is a creature, then my explanation has to be alien or UFO or religious. 
Hmm. Those tend to be the ones people believe more often, I think. I think a lot of people are programmed to believe in the religious stuff and then, you know, UFOs are real. So, you know, there's But again, that. what's the what's the religious uh, impact? Like, what's it proving or disproving or, it, you know, like, where's what, where does it fit? Oh, see, that's the tough question. I mean, that's the religious question of of humanity. Like if an angel showed up and said, hey, your your parents are going to be sick and I'm warning you. And then he just disappears and you only see him for a minute. How do you tell people about that? And if it did happen, like, could you prove that? And if it didn't happen, are you crazy? And then what if your parents do get sick? And and you know in your head you had this this like this like revelation. Did you did you realize your parents were sick and like you subconsciously believed it and then you saw it in like your mind and like you manifested it as like a person that told you, or did something really happen? Like that's the question of life, you know? Yeah. Chris I'm sorry, Abel's, sorry, Chris Abel's Point Pleasant is 40 miles from me, Carter. If I can go there for you. yes, Chris Abel's go to Point Pleasant, get me the Mothman on next week's show. Then you why will I, be my new producer. Oh, who's why do I know Chris Abel's? Who is this famed comedian, host of the replayables, Chris Abel's? Oh, over on the Shuley Network, over on the Shuley Network. Yes, okay, thanks for watching, Chris. Nice to meet you. Yes, bring uh, us the Mothman for next week's show. Yeah, if you could do that, that'd be great. And uh, we'll get rid of Jimmy. The guy thinks he could ask questions in the middle of the episode. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Who unmuted him? I do have kind of a cryptid uh, thing that I, I have almost seen a cryptid myself, though. And this is a uh, I wanted to sort of bring it around with all the talk about magic and angels and UFOs, though a cryptid experience I kind of had. That OK, hold on. Um, I'm going to pause you for a second, Hound. OK. Did this experience happen before your trip to Mothman Fest? or after it was before and maybe that's why i it's okay. called mothman palooza guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay no i that's what i i, I kind of want it because i think that frames it the experience a little differently is this the thing that got you interested that it sent you to mothman or is this thing something you were like looking for something because of your passion for mothman if that makes um, sense no it was oh, yeah, more of like before. a very strange animal interaction that made me sort of um, understand how weird animals can be. And, and, and I don't know, made me more, more skeptical or believing of, of strange things that could be happening in, in the world. So when I was in the Navy, when I was in the Navy on subs, we would have really weird sea lion encounters all the time. When we were, when we pull these subs into the port, okay, hold on, wait, our Navy, Yes, the U.S. Navy. On okay, sub. thank you for your service. Oh, th you're welcome. Um, we're thank pulling you. the ports on these subs, and giant herds of sea lions would follow the subs, and they would crawl onto the backs, about ten to twenty sea lions, and then they would, basically, when while we were in port, they would take over the back of the submarines, and they would, um, basically seize it, and you couldn't really go back there anymore. This would they would they would take the back of the sub up to about the back entry port and they would sit back there all day and night partying and honking at each other and uh, eating food and stuff that the dock workers would bring. And it was just fascinating to see that we had we had trained these animals to be smart enough to climb up there and like interact with a human object. And from the ocean, these giant fat 500 pound mean ass critters would just hang out there all day long and 
it was just kind of amazing to um it really like opened up my experience to like how weird animals can be when confronted with like new interactions sent by people sure and when you look at california there's all these bizarre sea lions jumping on boats learning how to steal food from people learning how to like break into things and like they will, they'll break into coolers and steal whole coolers so when when you talk about cryptids i mean imagine you told somebody that you live in a place where if you're near the water a 500 pound giant furry ball will climb out of the water and steal things and wreck things and like break your boat and then jump back in the water and disappear and they're smart enough to know who you are who your boat is and they'll follow you and they know what boats are the weakest to like jump on they know what subs are the best to get food off of and if you told someone in like um idaho that they'd look at you like you were a madman and and if there weren't photo proof it would be it would sound just like a cryptid story when you well, agree it's the same thing with alligators dude like if you to explain to somebody what an alligator was with no reference that they live in these canals behind your house and come out of the water and pull your dog in yeah you're right it's it's really wild to think about the human interactions with animals but the reality is hound you know, humanity's been dealing with living with animals for a very, very long time, and we've gotten to be so good at it that it seems foreign to everybody but, in their yeah. everyday world. No, but but there's there's animals I think we interact with, but there's some that are just so... so I mean, the world is crazy enough, but the ocean is a scary motherfucking yeah. place. Some of the things that exist in there, like... Well, I'll put some videos up, because, again, these are some things I pulled off of the crypto... Uh, zoology page yeah and there is some fucked up shit in the ocean and that's one of the things that i really want to point out about cryptids folks like i was saying earlier about gorillas not everything is wolfman not everything is mothman not everything is bigfoot sometimes it's giant freaking crazy ass squid gel monsters under the ocean fuck that what the hell is that is that a blobfish this might be a blobfish <laughs> did that lady no. just go call the police did that, did that lady call the police on that boat is that this, what i'm looking at this is a, a an oil an oil tanker or an oil pipeline in the ocean somewhere some whatever they're called and this is way down the cameras pick this up way way down uh, very close to the ocean floor. This it's like a giant jellyfish. It, 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 that's what the the comments led it to to be some type of jellyfish related creature. Hundred percent, yeah. But look at this thing is just existing that's down a there, floating nervous system, dude. Yeah. That thing doesn't have like a real brain. That thing's just floating and existing. And that's the dude abides. That fucking thing abides, dude. I, I've I've been on a bit of a fucking sorry. I'm gonna sidetrack for a second, but not really. I've been on a bit of a nature documentary kick lately. I didn't and, know we were bragging tonight. Yes, there was there was one on on uh, on Netflix, and there's one about the ocean, and it's just like there's these millions and billions of fish that are are only created so another fish can eat them so that that fish can feed another fish like just that life cycle of stuff that's not that what's this thing's purpose what is it there for yeah the ocean that might be a cheat stuff. from somebody's bed that's just caught in the current <laughs> now that i'm looking at it that might just be a bed sheet like a fitted sheet yeah it's the plastic 
it's the plastic puddle or whatever in the ocean. That's but, wild. But yeah, the ocean's a, a crazy. So again, I, I I have to all this cryptid stuff, all this cryptozoology. I'm like, yeah, there's stuff that we don't know that, or in general, would freak somebody out if if they saw it just kind of floating by them. That's a dementor. Elsie Walsh says that's a dementor. I wanted to can I bring up something, Cardiff, there with that. Comment? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, please sound. Go ahead. You know, I looked up. You were talking about gorillas and how they were like mythological until very recently. You know, Jane Goodall only really proved that they have like full human, not human. They have like human level social societies that only happened in like 1970. So mm -hmm. it's very recent that people have actually even something as common as a chimp have really categorized and studied them and proven that they like used she proved that they used tools that they had like social structures and then as people have studied them more they're they're back all those observations are backed up so it's really the whole the whole sasquatch thing i mean if it if there was a rogue chimp running around in like an african city doing stuff because he's he lost his pack and now he's like learned to exist in the city at night. And that a hundred percent could be a Sasquatch. Some, some chimp just eating garbage at 12 yeah. at one o'clock in the morning. This is uh I'm, I'm hypnotized. Looking at this Carlos blobfish. Hi, be dabbler. I've never seen a Carlos blobfish actually captured on camera. He's implying Carlos dangerous fat. <laughs> I'll leave. We don't make fat jokes on the show. I live them. Now, let's not keep moving on these videos, Cardiff. What else do we have? I, I can't. You're almost making me play it, Vinny. We don't do that on this show. Get fucked, Cardiff. <laughs> is that thing having a baby now? What the hell is that? And again, this is just something that until you know what it is, you, nobody knows what the fuck this is. Like, this is just something that's nature's fucking a, a strange place. Yeah, that thing had parents. Mm -hmm. Whatever and that then, is. Wild. All right. Keep is moving that okay. I don't want to see any more of that thing reproducing. Wait, it's know almost a money sheets. shot, Vinny. I, I didn't know <laughs> bed sheets had vaginas. That was really creepy. Uh, got another. So how long were you in the Navy for, Hound? Six years on nuclear subs. Wow. So did you see anything else creepy out there in the ocean? Um, we've, uh, we've didn't see a lot on subs. Uh, we, you know, a, a couple of submarines have hit whales. One hit a whale hard enough to shatter the whole front of the submarine. If you, if you Google, whale damage i think they even have a picture of it um it, it shattered the whole front of the sub so i mean imagine that there's there's leviathans in the ocean big enough that a, a u.s submarine can effectively destroy itself by crashing into one so this is the thought am i looking, am I looking at an underwater iguana yeah it, essentially yes that's what we're looking at here this thing is evil looking holy shit mm -hmm. If if anyone denies dinosaurs existed <laughs> at some point, just look at what this thing. Let's look at look at this leftover. Yeah, where the hell do you? What is it? What does the, the post say it is? 
It is. It looks a like a Komodo marine, dragon, right? Marine iguana, aka mini Godzilla. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, if that would, you know, somebody comes back from a fishing trip and is scared to see that, and then exaggerates the story a little bit, and then somebody else exaggerates the story a little bit, and all of a sudden you get this legend. I guess yeah. out in the middle of the ocean. Somewhere. A sailor at one point thought one of those was a mermaid and tried to sleep with it. I'm guessing. So uh, let's keep moving. I don't want to look at that thing anymore either. These are all making me uncomfortable. What is that? <laughs> is that a camo bat? That's like a Star Wars. Th that thing was in the bar in Star Wars. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> a hammerhead bat. Uh, or winged. It's like a camel head. Moose. Yeah. So somebody, I did see somebody put a post of this, that it, this was a, uh, what they believe the Jersey Devil was confused for at one point. Wow. Now, the Jersey Devil, the story goes, I forget the woman's name. She uh, was not happy about having a baby, and she said, let it be a devil, and it came out, and it had wings and a horse's head and, like, hooves and shit. And like went around the room, flew around, and then flew out the chimney, and then just haunted the Pine Barrens of New Jersey for, I guess, hundreds of years, which is really silly to begin with. But yeah, that but does look like an animal with wings and a fucking horse's head. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's what a couple of people have pointed to as the what could be the Jersey Devil. I thought it's the Jersey Devil was like El Horrible. <laughs> He's the Denver Nugget. Um, but yeah, so, so Hound, what else, uh, what else did you want to talk about? Um, I, I, you know, I have a question for, I guess this is to Vinny too. You know, you guys do a lot of the creep off when you guys read endless stories of people who just go insane and do awful, terrible things. Does that ever like make you believe more in exorcisms and possessions? That's a good question. Um, I don't believe in that stuff in general, so no. But it does really, really terrify me uh, what the human animal is capable of. How's that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like when I when I listen to creep off and people talk about like these things that when people you know you read those old stories of uh, like medieval times and them dealing with uh, people that are possessed by things I, mm -hmm. I understand where they're coming from now it, it, it is yeah. fascinating they're out there mental illness man has been mistaken as all sorts of things by religion over the years and those people are seriously ill schizophrenics and stuff like that uh really you know thank god for science because these people were like murdered because they like their brains didn't work properly you know, it's awful. Yeah, it, I I always say it like, you know, we in modern times we say, well, obviously you can't get possessed by a demon, but the person like ate their family. So no matter what the core reason is, like the results of what happened are horrific. So sure. something anyway, I, that's just a psychological thought. I don't really I think cryptids are fascinating. I do wish I wish Bigfoot. I wish there were more pictures. I, I, when you talk about the Jersey Devil or Dog Men or things, I wish 
the, my biggest reason for me to be skeptic about them is like we just saw that jellyfish pitcher. Mm-hmm. I wish more Bigfoots were caught on pitchers because you they're 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 ha- if they exist, people would take pictures of them. Well, listen, you also have to you have to think about it this way. You know, seeing these things quickly out of the corner of the eye or seeing something that moved quickly or getting, you know, getting your camera out to take a picture of a kid making a funny face is a fucking struggle for some people. Not to mention the fact that they're out in the middle of woods not expecting to run into this thing, you know, or they're unexpectedly run into it. You got to give people a little bit of credit. It's kind of startling, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. I mean, or they could be making it up. Who knows? I got a picture of cryptid. Um, if you want to see what happens when a U.S. submarine gets attacked by a whale, if you Google, uh, this is what happens when a U.S. submarine collides with a whale. The whale took off the entire front half of the sub. How many people uh, So um, there are creatures, cryptids, big enough to take a, the front of a submarine completely off. Huh. Yeah, I barely felt them when they ran into me. <laughs> and see, yeah, that's why I think it's it's funny that even this whole cryptids. When when Jimmy first said mentioned cryptids and brought up cryptids, it's kind of like it was more. I th- I felt more on the supernatural, like that's the the what I envisioned. But this, I really do think it's more of just yeah. There's whatever whale that was that <laughs> that knocked that sub in half. We don't really know what that is. We right. Yeah. Really it it's the ocean in particular like you said has not been completely explored we have no idea you know what animals are down there at the bottom we can't get that deep so so again i pulled up this list jimmy found of of you know a, com, the list of cryptids as as complete as as they have and these are just all different um creatures okay, so... that there's stories of there's reports of there's um, you know, there's a couple that have been marked as hoax, I guess, but go up again, that... go up, go up, go back up to Fresno Nightcrawler. I want to see what that is. Oh, I yeah, see. I did. Oh. I did uh, get a picture of that for you. Okay, show or, me a, a video. Of it too. Okay, good. I want to see this. This is footage from 2007 of a Fresno Nightcrawler. You see it? Uh yeah. Looks like a pair of legs. Yeah, just two long white legs. What the fuck was that? I mean, that does look like a puppet, like a marionette. Brandon was right there. Here it comes again, I think. Yep. Wow, the most disappointing cryptid to ever catch on your camera. Not a Bigfoot, not a shark uh, well, what the fuck is it <laughs> well why do they even call that a crawler it has two legs that it's walking on that's the opposite of crawling it is at night though <laughs> and why don't you call it the fresno night walker so this is the why this is explain the... this to everybody do i have to help everybody all the time <laughs> can't somebody do something right cardiff no so yeah this is kind of some type of enhancement on the video to kind of that more enhances the shape of the object. 
It's weird. Okay, you know what I it looks like to me? It looks like somebody tried to make a video of a ghost going across the lawn with like a sheet thing over it. And they just had it kind of like Bobby Long on some type of string to get it to move. And that's what we're looking at. That's what I think that was the result. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That is uh that's your Fresno Nightcrawler, Vinny. You wanted yeah. it, you got it. Thanks. Pass. Let's find what the uh but imagine that's your one in a million lifetime experience with the true supernatural, and that's what you got, and that's what it looked like. And you and who would ever believe that when you tell people? That's a good point. I'd believe a sea lion stole your sandwich before I'd believe that. We've had that happen. Uh, and you. you know what's the crazy thing is they get, they get, uh, we try to get them off the back of the boat. And we used to just take a fire hose and blast them off. Um, but then the EPA got on us and the animal rights guys. And so what we would start doing is we had to have one of our, we would take the junior guys and we would give them a big tarp. And they'd go up and they'd start waving the tarp and yelling and dancing to get these huge angry sea lions off. But those sea lions, what happens is the, the females are pretty cool, but the males, uh, they stake out their territory and you have these, uh, with sea lions, there's, uh, the males like roam around the sea, the females form like a pod. And then there'll be like an alpha male per pod. And the male, when you start trying to get them off your boat, they don't like that. And they'll, they'll, we, if, if you, if you flinch or show any fear, they will chase you down the submarine and you have to like just run because don't they get like in the portholes? <laughs> Are they like don't they Vinny, get stuck like Winnie the Pooh? Vinny, I'd be there at like three in the morning, and my greatest fear was I'd be in the engine room and one day I'd hear like a crash and a five hundred pound sea lion would fall like ten feet into through this narrow hatch into our engine room and just start freaking out. And that was they were only like four or five feet from the hatch. And I, I, I just could see that happening. And I don't know what I would have done. I don't know what we would have done. How do you explain that to the animal guys? Uh, what do you do with like a raging sea lion in your boat? Uh, it, you have it, to I, get it on its back and rub its belly. <laughs> feed it fish until it calms down behind the main, the main power banks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a problem. I think that's a design flaw in the subs. Now, are just... these more Fresno nightcrawlers I'm looking at? Yeah, these are more uh, captured footage of Fresno nightcrawlers. Um, yeah, this these are creepy, but most described as a walking pair of pants. Uh, first spot in 2007 in Fresno, California. This curious cryptid has taken, inter taken the internet by storm. Uh, not only has it inspired t-shirts. So again, do you trust anything that was first spotted in 2007? Does it give it more or less credence than something that's been Somebody was talking about 150 years ago. More. You think more. So this could be something and, new. Well, I guess the only reason I say that is because we know how internet hoaxes start now a lot easier. And if something comes okay. out, we don't like it hasn't been debunked completely yet. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, whether they found it, if they found it in 2007, it hasn't been debunked yet. There's credibility to it to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, well, some claim this cryptid could be connected to aliens or even Native American lore. Others insist that purported video evidence of its existence is all faked. 
so it's already uh oh well then fake yeah it's fake ollie yeah uh what, what's the what's the expression the sometimes the obvious answer is the right answer yeah yeah fake it's an interesting thing because you know if if it was supernatural in some way and it only showed up like once every hundred years which we know things do that in, in the world like how would you ever prove that and i mean it that it does happen so maybe not with creatures but like a volcano erupting or things like that do happen on time frames that are far beyond human experience so if a supernatural cryptid did show up every once in a while when like the barriers got a little thin in the world how would you prove it i wouldn't yeah it's it's interesting to think about what does it all mean? What I don't mean to, <laughs> I don't mean to get all ex- existential about it, but that's how I see a lot of these cryptid things. Like if they did exist, that would be my explanation for them. Yeah. Well, let's keep uh flipping through. Am I the new art bell, Prairie <laughs> Judge? Yes. Yes, I am. All I right. have thrown that old dead coot. So uh, thanks for joining us tonight, Hound. I think uh, we're going to look at a couple more posts if you want to stick around before we get out of here. Um, Cardiff, what else do we have to look at tonight? Yeah, so I've pulled up a bunch here. Again, this seems to be... Um, I'm losing all my tabs here. This seems to be one, another situation we had with... Uh, was it Mothman? Where like an entire town has created an industry okay. around, around a cryptid. Uh, this is a story of Braxton County, the legend of the Braxton County or Flatwoods monster. Okay, cool. I want to know about this one. Yes. Should I pop it up there for you, Cardiff? Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> so this is the Flatwood, Flatswood monster. Uh, the legend uh, arose near dusk on September 12th, 1952. So this is a a 51-year-old monster. Uh, that would be a 71-year-old 70 monster. That's what I meant. Yo, remember the 90s? No. Uh, when a group of local youths were startled from a game of football by a fireball streaking across the sky, and the fireball fell to earth just beyond a hillside at the Flatwoods. Joined by Kathleen May, a local beautician, the boys went to investigate. The group consisted of Mrs. May, Eugene Lemon, Oh, hi, Eugene. Uh, Teddy May, Ronald Shaver, Neil cares who was there. Uh, the group of seven approached the t- to the top of the hill where the fireball landed. Uh, beyond the hill, they reported seeing a pulsating light. Then suddenly to their left, two powerful light beams pierced the darkness, turning their own flashlight in that direction. They saw a large man-like creature nearly 12 feet tall and about four feet wide, making no sound and floated down to them. The creature had a red face, uh, bright green clothing, which hung in folds uh, below the waist. Its head was shaped like the ace of spades, and there was an almost sickening metallic odor emanating from its body. The witnesses quickly fled the scene. Good good move. Mm -hmm. Uh, A later investigation found only a lingering odor, two large skid marks, and trampled Where They shit their pants when they saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Although the monster had never reappeared, Flatwood celebrated its 50th anniversary. Sorry, that's where I got 50. Uh, with a commem- with a community festival in 2002, 
An annual convention is now held in Flatwoods. Over the years, the Flatwoods monster has developed a sizable following, taking its place alongside Mothman, Bat Boy. Oh, we got to find out who Bat Boy is. Well, you know. And other West Virginia legends of the bazaar. There is a folksy charm to all of this, isn't there, guys? Yeah. Like, do I believe that there was a metallic space monster? that uh had cool alien clothes i hope so that'd be cool but i don't know this is one of the weirder ones don't you think it doesn't seem like a natural creature this is more like science fictiony right mm. well yeah if, i mean it 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 seems more if it is a thing would be alien i mean they saw the light they saw it crash i mean that's i guess it would be more alien than cryptid in the animal kingdom kind of thing. But yeah, I, I would say this would just be an alien. Are, are there aliens? I don't know. Yeah, probably. I don't know. You know what always uh, bugs me is when they have these stories and then it'll say like 50 years later, investigators have finally figured out what it was. And it's like, really guys? Like we have such hubris as people that we can just, that we could just like these investigators far past any possibility of proving there's no evidence left whatsoever and they're like yeah we we figured it out guys we know exactly what it was it was a barn owl it's like that i find that interesting with a lot of these stories here's the bad boy <laughs> well bad boy was uh just tabloid fodder i don't think yeah. real behind bad boy bad boy yeah. is not a real cryptid yeah but he was first reported by the weekly world news on June 23rd, 1992, as being having been found in a previously uncharted cave east of Seneca Rocks. Oh, okay. Perfect. Sensationalist tabloid quoted zoologist as speculating that Bat Boy uh, was the offspring of creatures living deep in the earth. Uh, this is just bringing back so much with those stupid <laughs> tabloids. Because this is where you used to get your Bigfoot news back mm -hmm. in the day. Certainly. This is where you found out about the UFOs and who got probed and those. They, I miss those magazines. Those are fun. Simple times, baby. They really leaned into it too. Yeah, yeah. So that was Bat Boy. Okay, so that was just referenced in the other, in the other article about the Flats Woods Flatwoods monster. Um, right, I have right. a, I have an interesting. Bigfoot story. Have you guys talked about the Dyatlov Pass incident that happened in Russia? Now that was a uh, abominable snowman type deal. It's a Bigfoot story that resulted in people being killed and and all kinds of weird things that happened that that have real human life lost and has always been a weird tale. Um, but it's it's almost worth a whole episode. It's a uh, um, these hikers way up in uh, the Siberia in like the cold uh, the, in the winter they went out and they kind of they disappeared and they found them a week later and it, it was the camp had been torn to shreds people were found with all kinds of weird trauma it was clear that they had like fled their camp in the middle of the night um into the freezing cold and then like had done all kinds of strange things in the ice as they were dying um like half the bodies they found had been smashed by like massive physical trauma like ribs had been crushed skulls have been crushed um very odd tale but wow uh i don't 
I don't really like it's 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 interesting enough that you could uh, I, I don't really like I don't I can't really I mean you want me to I don't know I can give like there's a lot of interesting facts to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just starting to look. Yeah, maybe this is an episode on its own. Even uh, Monty in the chat. If uh, there was, was one it. cryptid event that would convince me that something's out there, this would be it. Uh, it, it is a weird tale, and uh, um, okay. it's it's fascinating. Put it on the list, <laughs> Jimmy. Russian Bigfoot, is that what I'm putting down? Uh, Dialatop Pass. We'll they, figure it out. Dialatop, D-Y-A-A-T-L-O-V Pass. Gotcha. Yeah, this looks oh. like a, an interesting one. Yeah, and, and this, again, I want to thank you, Jimmy. I want to thank you, uh, Hound. I also want to thank Brandon. Like, this is—I don't want to do this every week, but I love these episodes. These are fun. I do too. Yeah, uh, Hound. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug tonight, buddy? Um, we'll be trolling the Discord later. Uh, oh, good. There'll be a lot of good Eugene photos probably up. Oh, congratulations! Eugene is a good boy. He is a good boy. The best boy. <laughs> he is the best boy. All right, my man. Thank you for joining us tonight, Hound. Take Just... it easy, and uh, hopefully, we'll talk again soon. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting uh, me. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Jimmy, <laughs> we've done it all tonight, buddy. We've done yeah. it all, but you know well, we, we, haven't, have done? we haven't done it all, Vinny. Because there's one more thing we have to do tonight. There is one more thing we have to do tonight. And Cardiff, want to tell everybody what that is? Kiss. That's not it. Oh. <laughs> well, we have to That's read it. off the list of big kahunas over at subredditsurfing.com. We gotta say, uh, we gotta shout out to the original ten top takes for KP, UG the beach shout Frise, Jimmy the lip, good job Jimmy, Steve Ebb, Fred R, Hunter Duke, Holland Oates, and Jervis Tetch. Sorry, I had to mute your video if we're gonna shout yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know there was audio on that. Sorry, guys. Uh, Joni G, Fisker Whisker, Hamad, N, David W, Aaron L, Joe, Ken A, J Bones, Stokum. Jib Mob, Damien M, Gut, Joel, Joe Sposto, Josh R, Nick R. I wonder if they're related. Cyber Organic, Charlie NYC, and John K. Uh, Dr. Steve, Mr. Wiggles, Rochi, Carly, Brinkamania, <laughs> Dylan from somewhere, Monty, Gregory K, Victor F, Tyler P, Pony Power 2, Good Hound. Stoneman623, Derek K, Bjorn Cray, Stinky Italian Gang, and of course, Steve. You guys are our big kahunas, and we really, truly appreciate you uh, supporting the show. And if you want to be a big kahuna, too, all you have to do is visit subredditsurfing.com and uh, join our Patreon. There's two episodes that were too spicy for YouTube uh, that are up right now. And what I would like to propose to you, Cardiff, is that when we get to... uh, uh, I think we need about eight more big kahunas. Eight and more. I think we'll do our first uh, Patreon only live stream. Yes, we're going to have some fun with that. We can play some band content. Yes, we, we can, can play some long form videos. We can't play on YouTube. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but, and also, we're only a couple subscribers away from hitting 2,000 over here on subreddit surfing YouTube. So if you haven't hit that subscribe button, do it now. You don't have to go to our Patreon, but at least do that for us. Yeah, that's all. Thank you. But yeah, uh, well, we're gonna do some Jimmy, fun stuff on the Patreon, so join us there. Jimmy, great job tonight, buddy. Good job, Jimmy. Thank, Thank you, you to Hound. Oh, sorry, Jimmy. 
I was just going to say bravo. You found us two great guests. You found us the hound. You found us Brandon from Tim Foil Tales, where you could find him on uh, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you're into Australian politics or whatever, definitely check out his channel. I'm just kidding. Uh, check out his channel. We'll have the links in the description. Yes. And also, Jimmy, tell everybody where they can watch your show. Uh, you can catch me over here on YouTube. Just search Jimmy the Lip, and I'm there. I made my uh, my monthly appearance back on YouTube last night just to kind of test some things out. And uh, I think I'm comfy again. So you can see me over there Sunday nights after uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Very good. Uh, we are going to end the show now and thank you all again for watching and tuning in. We appreciate it. And Cardiff, the best way we finally figured out how we're going to get out of here from now on. Where did it go? Yes. Dylan from somewhere. Stand by and stand down. Okay. He, he did a good job this week, but just wait. What Vinny? I had to send coded messages. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everyone. Sit Eugene. Sit good dog. Da 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 da